boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for episode 99. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave those five-star reviews. Before we get into it, I have released a newsletter, so check the description if you are interested in that. Basically, the way it's going to be, it's going to be free and also a subscription subscription-based, if I could get that out of my mouth. It'll only be $6 a month, and, and basically you will get my full DFS breakdowns for the Monday night game, the Thursday night game, as well as my wagers for those games, and then a full breakdown Sunday morning. My last thoughts basically before the slate kicks off for only $6. I mean, if, if you compare that to what you're getting from a lot of these sites, I guarantee you you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. But the free stuff will basically be more season-long. Uh, I'll be doing waivers and the injury report. That'll come out on Tuesdays, as well as probably streaming defenses and quarterbacks. And then I'll probably put something out on Saturday, just an update on on maybe some of the injuries. And then I'll also probably throw some of my college football bets in there as well. So again, check the description for the newsletter. Real quick, before we get into it again, next week, 100th episode made it to 100. So it's going to be a longer one, going to have a bunch of guests. So definitely tune back in for that. Just wanted to kind of give you the heads up there that it, it's going to be a fun one so we'll get into week eight going to be me just scheduling is absolutely crazy with some some trying to get guys on here but it's been a little bit hectic but I think we can knock out this slate it's a weird one 13 games have six teams on by last week and none this week makes absolute sense to me but anyways, we have, we have a pretty big slate. You know, obviously the last couple have been pretty condensed. Last week was very, very good. Ended up coming in ninth place in a, in a tournament with a home stack. And of course, my bring back was Eckler. That that worked out really well, paying up 8600 for a guy that gets five points. But I'm not mad about it at all. <laughs> but anyways, let's move on to this week. As I said, 13 games. Really not a lot of games with high over-unders again. You know, apparently this is the new NFL. Everything is basically in the mid-40s, low-40s, and even high-30s. So I, I think it's another week where I, d- I don't know that you necessarily have to focus in on any games and, and really overstack them. Maybe if you if you find one that sticks out and, and one game gets there just way over these other ones, it, it could work out. But I don't I don't think it has to be a strategy this week. Maybe more so overstacking teams and not so much bringing bringing it back with anyone. I mean, Miami has a, a team total of, of 28. Kansas City's up there pretty good. Philly's up there pretty good. So if you, you really wanted to focus in on some of those teams, I think that can make sense. But let's get into the games. We have Houston at Carolina. 43 and a half is the over-under. Houston three-point favorites on the road. I, I do think Carolina sucks, but three points is a lot for them to lay on, on the road. I don't think Houston is all that great of a team Carolina coming off their bye. This could actually be an interesting one. Could be a sneaky shootout. Only 43.5. Could possibly look at at maybe betting the over on this one. I I do think both offenses are going to be able to move the ball. I like Stroud quite a bit. 6.3K, though, is a little expensive, especially when we get to some of the guys that are in that range. But I do think you could go there. You could definitely pair him with Nico Collins, who's still cheap at 5.5. Tank Dell's only 4.9. So I, I do like both of them. And really, I mean, even if you didn't want to stack them with Stroud, I, I think you're fine going with them as one-offs or if you wanted to do maybe a skinny stack. Miles Sanders should be back in there. 4.9K is a good price for him. Maybe Chuba Hubbard still 
heavily involved, but I, I do think Sanders has a little bit of upside in this one at 4.9. Thielen is finally priced up at, at 6.6K. Now, with the change of play callers, maybe he doesn't get the volume that he's had, but I think at this price, he's still involved enough that you can get him in there. Just I, I do want to take a look at the ownership, though, because... It's still not too expensive for him, and if, if he's going to be a chalky Thielen, it's it's one thing chalky Thielen down in, in the low fives, but if, if he's 6.6K and he's going to be chalk, I'll, I'll probably go elsewhere. You could play Bryce Young just because of his price. I, I do think he could get there. I'm personally probably not getting there. I'm probably going to be looking at, at skinny stacks in this game. I've heard some people talk up Pierce, and he's still getting a good amount of work, but we did see before the bye week that Basically, Pierce had 13 carries and Singletary had 12. So we could be looking at a split backfield here, and that does worry me a little bit about Pierce's upside. And who knows, maybe Singletary takes over altogether. Probably not probable, but definitely possible. So I'm staying away from this backfield. Probably just look at the pass catchers and then be on my way. Los Angeles Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. 45 is the over-under of this one. This one is definitely interested. Dallas, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I've gone back and forth with that one. I, I do think that this could be just a Dallas beat the shit out of them. But I could see maybe Dak struggling a little bit and, and the Rams being able to keep it close. So really probably staying away from that spread. But th- there is a lot to like in this game. I mean, Stafford's not... Bad, 6.6K, really hasn't had the ceiling games and and probably scares a couple people off there, especially with this Dallas defense. So so the Dallas side will probably be the popular one. Dak is only 6.1K. I expect him to be pretty popular, maybe even a cash play. And and you could pair him, obviously, with, with some of these guys. I do expect Pollard at 7.5K to be one of the higher-owned running backs. Really not a lot of pay-up options at running back this week. Probably most people go into that... 6k range high 5k but I I do think that if they are paying up Pollard will likely be one of the guys that they're paying up for but I'm fine eating that chalk I I do think it's a good matchup for him and I I think he should get a ton of work in this one CeeDee Lamb 7.6 probably fitting that price but not too expensive so with the amount of work he's getting I'm, I'm cool going there if you wanted to go Dak with just CD that that's a fine stack there but Gallup actually saw a good amount of targets in their last one 3.4k is pretty cheap for him I mean we're looking for these cheap guys every week and with the amount of targets that he saw it, it looks like Cooks is just an afterthought really in this offense so I, I think you could possibly go Gallup I'd only go there in stacks with Dak and Ferguson's actually definitely in play too at, at tight end 3.6k. He's been involved enough. I, I think the price is is pretty good for him. So if you wanted to go Dak Lamb Ferguson, that that makes sense. Or even you know if he dumps it off to Pollard, you could go Dak Pollard Ferguson. So th- there's a lot of options on this Dallas side. And then I do think bringing it back, you know, it's going to be expensive with Cup or Puka. Obviously, people are probably going to play Puka after, after last week. Dak or uh, sorry, Cup falling apart, really didn't get there at an elevated price. Puka looked really good, and you're getting $1,100 savings. So I, I do like both of them. I do think Puka is a little bit more popular. So Cup might be a, a pretty good play here. I mean, I do think that he could have a good game, and, and you know, may, maybe it's a little expensive if you do want to go Dak, Lamb, and Cup. But if you wanted to do a skinny stack and, and maybe say – Ferguson is is really the guy that gets there and and then throw Cup in there. I'm fine with that. Or maybe Dak Gallup Ferguson. 
and then bring it back with Cup. That saves you a little bit of money. So just, just some ideas of what you could do. But I do think there are some pieces of this game you definitely want. Henderson possibly in play. I do think he's going to be the guy that gets the most work there. Only 4.5K. But probably other options I'd rather have. Next we have Minnesota at Green Bay. 42.5 is the over-under on this one. Minnesota laying 1.5 points on the road. Coming off of that, that game, I, I do think Addison is going to be ridiculous ridiculously high owned 5.7 K obviously the pricing came out before he did what he did. So he he's probably going to be mega chalk. That's just way too cheap for him and, and how good he looked, but uh, I'll probably still play some of him just look for ways to get different, but that's really all I'm looking at on the Minnesota side. You can make a case for Hawkinson, but I do think he'll be popular as well. And, and he's getting up there in price a little bit. So I don't know that I want to go there. And just this game, I, I could see it being an ugly one. So on the Green Bay side, I'm willing to chase Aaron Jones. I just, I do think at some point I'd rather be early on him. I, I do see a blow up coming from him eventually, but maybe he's not too healthy. So if you don't want to go there, I get it. But 6.4K I think is a good price for him. And then Christian Watson, 5.1K because of the upside and and. Dobbs at, at 4.9k I, th- I think he's getting enough work in the red zone that he could pay off there but really that would be all I'd be looking at in this game really don't want Cousins on the road in Green Bay I, I know he just looked good but I- I'm staying away from that probably just Addison and maybe a little skinny stack bringing one of those three guys back on Green Bay New Orleans at Indianapolis 43 and a half this could be a sneaky one one and a half point favorites on the road are the Saints it's pretty easy where where to go on the Saints. Kamara is just getting tons and tons of work. I mean, at some point, he's probably not going to get 12 catches, but until it happens, why not keep riding him? Do you think he'll get a little popular? Probably a lock in cash. Olave somehow only got 57 yards on, on 15 targets last week, but 6.4K is probably a little too cheap for the workload he has, still has upside against this indie defense. I mean, we saw big plays given up to Cleveland last week, so I, I do like Olave quite a bit. And then Shahid, 3.9K. Again, I, I keep saying we're, we're trying to pay down for these wide receivers. Guys are chasing Wandell Robinson because of the targets, but he, he's getting targets that are three yards from the line of scrimmage. Shahid is, is a big play guy. They try and get him the ball in space. He could literally pay off on two catches at 3.9K, so I, I don't mind that. Next, Jonathan Taylor, 6.2K, getting more work, looking good. The Saints defense is pretty good against the run, so I I don't know if I'm going to get there, but I do think he could possibly be a good play this week. Zach Moss is a little bit banged up, 5.7K, probably wouldn't go to Moss. If he doesn't play, uh, Taylor's probably going to get pretty expensive there, but I I don't know. I'd I'd rather Moss play and and maybe get a little bit lower on Taylor in there and, and... I mean, really, you could maybe just go Kamara and Taylor and be on your way. But I, I do think Pittman's in play here, complaining a little bit about how much he's getting the ball. 6.5K, a pretty good price for him. We've seen some big play upside that we really haven't seen in the past from him this year, so I don't hate it. And then Downs is just, it, it looks like Minshew loves throwing him the ball. So 4.8K, I, I do like him. I like him as a one-off, or if you wanted to skinny stack him in this game, I'll be playing quite a bit of Downs. New England at Miami, 46.5 is the overrun in this one. One of the few games that's over 45 on, on the slate. As I said before, Miami has that 28-point implied team total. They are 9.5-point favorites at home. <clears throat> this one should be pretty easy. I mean, 
get as many Miami guys as you can in there. Now, obviously, you got to keep an eye on the injuries, though, because Tua and Waddle haven't been practicing. Or, sorry, Hill and Waddle haven't been practicing. So if you want to pay up for Tua at 7.7K, might be a little bit sketchy, but just something to keep in mind. I, you definitely got to look at those those injuries. If for some reason one of them can't go, I do think Cedric Wilson at 3K is actually in play. Got got a good amount of targets with Waddle out of the game last week, and I, I do think that he could step in here and, and actually get some targets at only 3K. But even though it's expensive, two stacks with Hill or Waddle, I, I absolutely think you can go there with a 28 implied team total. We've seen this offense absolutely blow up, especially at home. Coming off that disappointing loss, I, I, I do like this Miami team quite a bit. Most are a little bit banged up, so keep an eye on that. 7.7K is, is getting a little expensive for him, but he, he could absolutely go off. And Jeff Wilson, I do expect to get some more work here as, as time goes on. You know, obviously last week was his first game back, but 4.5K, maybe you sprinkle him in there. If, if this is a blowout, he could get some some garbage time work and, and get a couple more touches and easily pay off that price. So something to keep in mind there if, if you are targeting this Miami offense. If I was going anywhere on New England, Ramondre, I, I just think, gets enough work in the passing game, but probably some other running backs I'd rather go to. And I still like Bourne, 4.7K. Price is going up, but probably not enough each week. Even if Juju's back, I still expect him to be pretty popular. He has been the clear number one in this offense. And 4.7K, I think, is a pretty good price for him. Next, we have New York Jets at the New York Giants, 36.5. Jets are three-point favorites on the road, doing quotation marks there. Obviously, you can't see that, but, you know, this this game is played in MetLife where the Jets play, so it, it's a home game, essentially, for both teams. For, for the Jets, pretty easy. I like Brees, 5.9K. Garrett Wilson, 6.3K. That's it. Brees is probably going to be very, very popular. He shouldn't be sub-K, so I, I do expect a ton of people to go to him, but... Might be some chalk that you'll want to eat on this one. The Giants have not looked good against the run, and Brees has looked better with every passing week, looks healthier, and with the explosiveness he has at this price, you might have to get him in there. If I'm playing any Giants, I prefer Waller, 5.2K, not a terrible price for him. Just missed getting 100 yards last week, eight catches, had a touchdown. This Jets defense is formidable, but they have been susceptible against the tight end, so I think if you are playing someone on the Giants, that's probably where you want to go. Wandale's still cheap enough, 3.7K, that I think you could play him. Saquon is Saquon. I mean, you, you see it. He just looks terrible, looks terrible, looks terrible. All of a sudden, 30-yard touchdown. So 8K is a bit steep for him. I don't know that I want to get there with him, but if he does pay off, he's probably paying off at, at 5% ownership. So just definitely something to keep in mind there. But that's really all I'm looking at for this one. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, 41 and a half is the over-under on this one. Jacksonville, two and a half point favorites on the road. I do think if this gets to three, I am likely betting Pittsburgh. I, I just, I like them at home. I do think that they could win this game. I think their defense can pressure Lawrence, and I, I, I don't really like this game for stacking purposes. Lawrence is only 6.2. I, I do think that that's a pretty good price, and the wide receivers are cheap. So maybe I talk myself into it by Sunday, but I, I just, right now, I have a feeling that Pittsburgh, 
Pittsburgh might be able to to hold Jacksonville, and this this could be an ugly game. But ATN 7.2K, probably staying away there also, which is scary to say with how good he's been. It's really been touchdowns that that he's had over the past several weeks. So at some point, you, you would think he has to regress. So I, I'm banking that this might be the week. Now, granted, if it comes in that he's everyone's thinking the same thing and, and they're fading him, maybe you go to him. But as of right now, I'm, I'm probably steering away from really stacking this game. Ridley, 5.8K, I think is going to stick out to a lot of people just with how expensive he's been so far this year. And, and Kirk is finally more expensive than him at 5.9K. So... It'll be interesting to see if, if people do go there. This Pittsburgh secondary is not great, so I do think that the two of them are definitely in play, but I probably still prefer Kirk, even though he's more expensive. Pittsburgh has allowed double the amount of points to opposing slot-wide receivers that they have outside wide receivers, so Kirk lining up in the slot should be a pretty good matchup for him. On the Pittsburgh side... Simple for me. I, I'm going Pickens. 5.6K. I do think Deontay Johnson back in the lineup helps him quite a bit. Just not getting so much of the attention. And he is a big play threat. So 5.6 I think is still a good price for him. Don't want any of Jalen Warren or Najee Harris. Just splitting too much. Jacksonville's pretty good against the run. And, and it's just Pickens for me on that side. I do think that the Pittsburgh and Jacksonville defenses are, are both in play. So... That's really what I'm thinking in this one. Atlanta at Tennessee. This one might be pretty ugly too. Lowest total on the slate, 35 and a half. Two and a half point favorites on the road is Atlanta. I do think people go back to Bijan. Just same thing I said. You know, the price sticks out. He's been up over 7K and, and he's only 6K this week. So I, th- I think with the amount of work that he gets people do go back there trying to chase last week's losses drake london 5.1k getting it getting a good amount of work and and i do like where he's at and the price just keeps staying the same so 5.1k for him this tennessee secondary is not good i i do like him and also Pitts is getting enough work 3.8k i, I think the price is still fine there if you wanted to go there on the tennessee side they're talking about maybe starting levis and then playing Willis at the same time. This just, it looks like an absolute disaster. Derrick Henry would be the only one that I would say you can maybe play 7.6K. Atlanta's pretty good against the run, so it's kind of expensive for him, but he's probably going to be very low owned and he'll probably have 25 touches in this game. So maybe he can pay it off. It's probably a big maybe, but He's going to be a low-owned piece and and maybe worth considering, but probably better off just staying away from this game. Atlanta is probably going to be the most popular defense also, so, you know, 15%-ish, somewhere around there, I I would guess. So don't really know if it's worth going there, but might be. Next, we have the last game of the 1 o'clock or early slate, Philadelphia at Washington. Philly is 6.5-point favorites on the road 43 and a half is the over under on this one I like Hertz quite a bit 8.2k he just has such such a built-in floor with with you know the fact if they get inside the five yard line he's basically guaranteed to score a touchdown so I do I do like that at 8.2 
Obviously, you can pair him with A.J. Brown. 8K gets a little expensive, but he's been getting a ton of work. I do actually think this is a week, though, that you could look at at Devontae Smith. 6.7K is a good price for him. Probably a little expensive for what he's been doing so far this year, which probably keeps his ownership down quite a bit. But Washington's secondary is pitiful. I do think that they try and get Smith involved quite a bit here after A.J. Brown has just been getting everything recently. Six and a half point favorites on the road. I I know that Washington has played them well recently, but I do think that Philly can can beat them pretty handedly in this one. So I I do like Smith, and if they're going to be running the clock out, Swift is definitely in play at 6.3, still getting a ton of work, getting used more in the passing game as well. And at some point, it's not just going to be Hurts one-yard touchdowns. You know, it's not just going to be Brown falling down at the one or or someone getting tackled at the one and it being him. At some point, other guys are going to score touchdowns on this. So I I do like Swift being one of those guys. On the Washington side, I think you can consider Howell. I know he didn't look good last week. I played quite a bit of him. But 5.2K is pretty cheap. This Philly secondary is vulnerable. McLaurin's cheap, 5.3. Samuel's banged up, 4.2. If Samuel can't go, I think you could play Dotson at 4.5K, but maybe if you wanted to to gain access to the Eagles and, and how expensive Brown is, maybe you go Brown and Swift to get the high team total from Philly. Six and a half point favorites. They do most of the scoring, and then Howell has to come back in garbage time with McLaurin. That's a cheap little stack you could do there. But probably don't want to go too crazy on the Washington side. Next, we have four late games. Cleveland at Seattle has a total of 38 and a half. Seattle is three and a half point favorites at home. I think he could go Amari Cooper, 6.2K. Hunt is banged up. I just, I think that they might use Pierre Strong a lot more than people think. I, I don't know that I want to get there. I think they did do a pretty good job at, at pricing him, you know, basically the same price as what Ford would have been, but I don't know if I'm I'm willing to get there. Basically, last week it was just two touchdowns, so I, I don't really see that repeating in this one. I think you could get sneaky on the Seattle side. I don't really like Geno stacks, but Metcalf 6.8K is an afterthought, has been injured, says he's healthy in this one. We saw Cleveland give up some big plays last week, and, and Metcalf definitely has big play upside. With Lockett banged up, maybe... He steps up a, a, a bit, and 6.8K isn't a bad price for him and really should have pretty low ownership too. So I, I think that's sneaky. I do think people will chase JSN 4.3K, probably still a little cheap for him, especially if Lockett for some reason can't go in this one. So definitely want to keep an eye on that. Walker, 7K, he's banged up with a calf injury. If he can't go in this one, it looks like Charbonnet can't go. So I probably just stay away from from this game for the most part, maybe look at playing the the defenses and I might play a little bit of Metcalf, but really not liking a lot in this one. Baltimore at Arizona, 44 and a half is the over under here. Eight and a half point favorites on the road is Baltimore coming off the ass whooping of the lions. 26 and a half is their team implied total. So, you know, it looks like there could be another blowout here. Now, maybe it's a letdown game coming off of that that big win last week and traveling across the country. So maybe it's a letdown, but I, I, I do think that they should be able to, to win this one pretty easily. So I, I like Lamar. I probably won't be alone on that 8.1K. 
I think is still a good price for him for what he offers. Flowers is still way too cheap at 5.6K. He'll probably be very, very popular. You can go back to Andrews. I don't know that I want to pay up really for the tight ends again this week, but obviously it, it could definitely pay off with him. He's definitely the one, one of the ones to pay up for if you do it. And as eight and a half point favorites, I do think Gus Edwards gets enough work. We saw it last week when they, they were winning. They gave him the ball a ton. So 5.5K, not a bad price for him. On the Arizona side, really only looking at Marquise Brown, 5.2K, or potentially Michael Wilson, just hoping that he gets a, a big play to pay off his low price tag. But that that's probably it there. Kansas City at Denver, 46.5 is the over-under on this one. 7.5 point favorites. Kansas City on the road, that might be a little high. I, I think Kansas City just comes in here and gets the win and gets out. I don't think they try and do anything flashy. Denver's defense has looked a little bit better recently compared to what, what they did earlier in the year. So I do think Mahomes could still be in play. It's just it's Mahomes. 8.4K, though, is, is pretty expensive. Kelsey himself is 8.4K also. So maybe you just say everything goes through Kelsey and just play Kelsey instead instead of the two of them together, which are pretty expensive. I do think if people are playing Mahomes stacks, it looks like Rice has has separated himself from most of these wide receivers on this team. So 5K is still a pretty good price for him. I don't mind him. And Pacheco, 6.1K, is still too cheap for what he is doing in this offense. So I, I expect him to be pretty popular. As I said before, I think that 6.1K... Then you have 5.9 for Brees. I, I think it's going to be a pretty popular range this week. If you're bringing it back with anyone on Denver, Sutton just seems to score a touchdown every week. 5.3K is, is fine for him. And I do think Javante is getting enough work and eventually is going to get his explosiveness back. So 5.2K is, is pretty good price for him as well. Next is, is what I think is could be an interesting one with the last game we have here. Cincinnati at San Francisco. 43.5 is the over-under here. Three and a half point favorites at home are, are the Niners. Now, the big story is Purdy might not be able to go in this one. It might be Sam Darnold. So I don't think that Sam Darnold is as good as Purdy, but I also don't think it's that big of a, a step down, really. I mean, Purdy is good, but he's more been a game manager. And I, I think with the scheme of this offense and the weapons that they have, I, I think Darnold could be serviceable, and at only 4.3K, might actually be worth a play on DraftKings. It's not going to take a lot at all to get there, and I mean, maybe you could even just play him and pair him with with a super expensive CMC, and and if he dumps it off to him and, and CMC scores a long one, I mean, that literally could be enough to pay off Darnold right there, but because it is Darnold, McCaffrey should get a little bit more work, so I think he could definitely pay off that 9.2 price tag. So if you wanted to go just McCaffrey alone in this game, I think that's fine. I still like Ayuk. 7K is is fine for the target share he has. Kittle at 5.4K. We could see a blow-up game from him with, without Debo here, so I, I think those two are absolutely fine if you wanted to stack them with Darnold or, or just one of them. And then I, I do like the Cincinnati side. I think they're going to be very popular because everyone's just too cheap. Burrow, 6K, is, is way too cheap for what he could be. should be healthy now. Mixon under five or under 6 at 5.8K. As I said, this range is going to be popular. I, I do think a lot of people go to him. He's just getting a ton of work. Obviously, hasn't gotten there yet this year. But this could be the one where, where he does finally pay off at, at a lower price with the amount of work he gets. Chase, 8.1K, probably 
still a little bit too cheap for him, although it is expensive. So I, I think he'll he'll be popular as well. I'm fine going there. But I actually like Higgins quite a bit in this one. 5.9K should be healthy now coming out of the bye week. And, and if you want to pair him with Burrow and then maybe bring it back with a, a CMC or even just an Ayuk or a Kittle, I think that could be a nice little stack here. And and Higgins, we've we've seen it plenty of times. He hasn't done it yet this year, but he could easily outscore Chase. And you're getting a significant ownership and, and salary discount. So I, I actually like that quite a bit. But that's all we're looking at for this week. Big slate. So, you know, I don't think ownership will be as condensed, but probably pick your spots of, of what chalk to eat this week. But that's going to do it for this one. As I said, the newsletter link is down in the description. For this weekend, it will be absolutely free. So anyone just checking it out, do not have to pay anything for this weekend. And also, basically, you get the first two weeks free. Because if you wanted to on Monday, you could basically start a seven-day free trial. And you would get another seven days for free. And as I said, it's only $6 a month. And and you'll be getting full breakdowns of me of all the slates, the plays, and my wagers. Also, check out yardsperfantasy.com. Have all my articles over there. Thehelmsports.com. Check out the Mad Lab MMA.com. Have my bets exclusively over there on the site and absolutely killing it up 12 units on the year. So check that out. That's going to do it for this week. We will be back with a bunch of guests next week and episode 100. But I am your host, Derek Helm. And remember, Stefan out there.